There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the psychic scoop. Hey, my beautiful buttercups. Welcome back to another episode of Psychic Scoop. I am your psychic, Steffi. You might also know me as Spirit Sis. Today, let's talk about intuition. This is my favorite topic to talk about. I'm shocked I haven't made an episode about this (laughs) until now, but you know, Spirit likes to divvy out the orders and I just listen. And that is also what intuition is. You just got to listen to when the time is right. So the time is finally right. And I want to talk about how intuition feels. I want to talk about why you might not be listening to your intuition. And I want to say five tips of how you can strengthen your own intuition. I know a thing or two about this, obviously being a psychic, but I've also been through a big portion of my life where my intuition was completely clouded and I wasn't able to access that information. And now I'm at a point in my life, obvi, because I have a professional psychic practice, that my intuition intuition leads my every single day. I listen to my intuition. I check in with my intuition whenever I'm making small and big decisions. So let me just break down what intuition is. Now, I talked about this quite a bit on another podcast I did with my girls, human design experts, Shana and Dana on the Day Luna podcast. So if you want to hear like another little snippet of me talking about intuition, head over to their podcast and listen because it's a great episode. But what I will say here, is I think of intuition as a little jimity cricket on your shoulder. It is your direct connection to your higher self. So when we're walking around as human beings in these bodies, we are obviously led by a lot of physical sensations. You are hungry, you eat. You are thirsty, you drink. And if you are tired, you sleep. But if you want to reconnect to your sole purpose, why you are here, why you are doing what you do, why you love what you love, how to up-level your life, you have to tap into your intuition because your intuition is that guide, that, that direct line that connects you back to your higher self and to your soul's consciousness. And because you have that little old brain in your head and because you feel those sensations of your body, especially when you get older. Being in your 30s, I know I'm still pretty young, but damn, I got lower back issues to boot. And I know it's only going to get worse. My joints are hurting. (laughs) My hearing and sight is going. But you know, that is a physical sensation of your body. Your intuition is your soul. It is your connection to source. And it is meant to be used daily. You are not your body. You are your soul. So why do we forget that we can use our intuition daily? Because we have those brains and our logical mind is trying to make decisions for us all the freaking time. And that also involves some ego. And when ego gets involved in your life, you can feel pretty powerless. Ego can take the reins when it's telling you you're not good enough or when it's self-sabotaging things or events before it's 
starts or whenever your brain says, mm, no, I don't think that's channeling. I don't think I'm, I don't think that's a message. You know, that's your ego getting in the way. And that is all mental. And that's why all of these modalities of spirituality, right? Your chakra clearing, your human design, your astrology chart, Reiki, or any type of modality, Enneagram, Meyer Briggs. It's really about the psychology of your body, but how to get out of your brain and get into the energetics of who you truly are. Because, you know, you're not just your body. And it's very hard to forget that when you're feeling sick or when you're seeing and comparing your body to other bodies on the internet or when you're just stuck in a rut. It's so difficult to tap into your intuition when your brain is sick, when you're not hydrated, when your body is kind of ruling the show. So that's why I tell people right away, you know, if you're feeling like you can't tap into your intuition, drink water <laughs> because you have to nourish your body. But yeah, the, the brain and the body and the intuition, they, they almost can work against each other. But when they're in perfect harmony, now that is the freaking five-star meal, right? So what does intuition sound like? I know I talked about Jiminy Cricket, but you're not going to be hearing Jiminy Cricket in your ear and you're not going to be hearing spirit in a different way than how you speak or talk. So intuition comes in through your own messaging. It is in your own voice and it relays information to you in a gentle way. So intuition is very, very, very subtle. It's like a voice in the back of your brain. It's not necessarily those mindless thoughts that keep you up at night. But that's why I think people can get confused about listening to their intuition because they expect it to be this rambling thought or they expect it to be this aha moment where a lightning strikes your head and you get the message and it's like, damn, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to buy this lottery ticket because this is the one. No, intuition is just a gentle nudge. It's that gentle voice that says, what about this? And it's not your own thought. That's why I said it either comes from like the top of your head or the back of your head. This is just a metaphor because truly it's only coming from the same place, your third eye, your mind center, where your intuition, your ajna and your head centers all meet to gather and take in your intuition and deliver the intuition to your soul. But it comes in in this, oh, okay, that's different. Is that my own thought? I don't feel like I thought of that, but okay, now I did. And how you'll know it's intuition is because isn't associated with a feeling. And that is why when I'm channeling, I oftentimes forget the messages I'm relaying because I'm just spewing out information and it's not attached to me at all. A lot of people will reach out to me and say, oh my gosh, remember when he said that? It came true. And I'm like, I'm so happy that came true. I have zero idea what you're talking about. <laughs> when your intuition is coming in and it's attached to an emotion, that's fear. So let's say you're home alone and you hear something and it scares you. So you run to the front door, you look out and you start freaking out. You think there's a killer around and then you start locking all your doors and you hide under your bed and you're terrified and you look at your ring camera and make sure there's not a boogie monster on your front door. That's fear. And that fear can be confused as intuition because you might think, wow, well, I have this intuitive feeling someone's at my doorstep and 
that's really scary and I feel like I'm going to die. Intuition doesn't do that. Intuition is, I think someone's at my front door and you just immediately go and lock the front door. It is an instinct and a voice that comes from outside of you. And a lot of times intuition can lead to premonitions because they're not attached to any type of outcome or fear. And fear is a feeling. So if you want to decipher between the two, start really checking in with your physical body when you're getting an intuitive hit. And I'll explain that further in just a bit. I'm going to give you an example of intuition versus fear and how it played out in my life. So I am obsessed with roller coasters, love them, terrified of heights, but love roller coasters. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Nothing in my life does, (laughs) but let's just move on. I grew up near a famous amusement park called Cedar Point. Any of my Midwest peeps, if you know it, you know it. It has the most amazing roller coasters. And there's one roller coaster called Top Thrill Dragster. And I think it goes like anywhere from like 120 or 160 miles per hour in four seconds. And it's 420 feet. And I remembered waiting in line and I was absolutely terrified for this. And I kept imagining that the roller coaster would combust or that we would just like sit up in flames or something would happen. I was just always really terrified and I was so scared and I kept on building up it in my mind, but I kept on thinking, oh, is this some intuition that this is happening? Like, And of course, I went on the ride and nothing happened and I had the best time ever. And then I wondered why I had wasted 30 minutes of my time and my friend's time being so scared and anxious about this ride that honestly was perfectly safe. So that was when fear and feeling led the way. Now a time when intuition led me away from a scary situation. It was my birthday and a group of my friends wanted to surprise me and they said, hey, Steffi, let's go to Six Flags today. And I just point blank said, we're not going to go to Six Flags today. I don't know why, but I am not going. And they were (laughs) so confused. Like, why don't you want to go to Six Flags? You love roller coasters. And I just said, I don't know why. I just don't want to go. I have a really weird feeling about it. And that was it. I just spewed out the information. We ended up going to the beach, having a great day until later that day when they sent me an article at Six Flags in California, the one that we were going to, a roller coaster derailed. Now, I don't remember if anyone died or got hurt, but I do remember that there was an incident at that Six Flags on my birthday. And that was my intuition protecting me. And I didn't have any fear associated with that intuitive premonition. I just knew that I didn't want to go. And in that that moment, I responded with my intuition. Now, because I am a psychic since birth, I am naturally an intuitive person, but there's been a lot of times in my life, like I'd said, where I just completely ignored it or I stuffed it down. And it's taken me a bit of time to grow a strong, intimate relationship with my intuition. But now I get excited when my intuitive hits come in. I listen, I engage, and it's made my day-to-day life easier. And I know you guys are like, shut up, like, just tell me how to make it better. (laughs) Now let's talk about five easy tips and ways that you can reconnect to your intuition if you're feeling blocked or you're unsure or you just haven't been able to hear that voice or trust your intuition or trust yourself for a long time. Here are five easy ways to get back in and how to hone and strengthen your own intuition. Number one, connect to nature. 
we get so caught up in our screens that we forget to go outside and see life in real time. And that's when you're able to receive spirit messages and witness the beautiful world around us. Life is meant to be lived. So if you're feeling blocked or stagnant, go outside and be open for receiving whatever messages come through to you. Or even if it's going outside, seeing the sun, seeing nature, seeing animals, that really does connect you to more of a purpose and a soul purpose. So that's number one. Number two, get grounded. Mindfulness is such a major key to your own intuition. And mindfulness can come in so many ways. You can do meditation, yoga, chakra clearing, breath work, journaling, or even just straight grounding, putting your feet in the soil, putting your hands in the soil, putting your feet in sand, gravel, grass. This gets rid of external pressure, and it's really good to go inward. And I talk about this in depth in my intuition course, because when you're not grounded and your root chakra isn't aligned, you actually lose information to your third eye and your crown chakra almost instantly. And when you align the root chakra, it aligns a lot of the other chakras, and that's just how the energy works within that chakra system. Number three, this is pretty self-explanatory, but take breaks. You need to slow down, and that's coming from Manifesting Generator, y'all. Take a breath, center yourself, give yourself a mental or a physical break. If that's taking a five and going on a walk, or on your lunch break, or if you need a mental break, it's okay to turn off your phone or, you know, go watch TV for an hour or go on a hike or just do something where you're not stimulating your brain. And that's really helpful because when you are channeling and when you are calling into your intuition, if you are so attached to that hustle life, (laughs) that's when that fear (laughs) or that overthinking, anything that you are so attached to in the material world will kind of seep in. So make sure that you're taking a break every now and then. I recommend at least one to two days off of social media. So for me, Saturdays and Sundays, it's a weekend. It's kind of like typical, but I always like to unwind and check out on the weekends. But whatever days work for you, if you have to work on weekends, maybe it's a Monday, Tuesday, or maybe it's a Monday and a Thursday, whatever day it is, it's really important to take that break and really take the time off. I'm serious, guys. Number four, self-assessment. So do a physical scan of your body right now. Where are you holding tension? For me, tension always comes in my shoulders. Like I'll notice that my shoulders are up to my ears. I'm just kind of holding stress in my shoulders and my upper back. And also it comes in my jaw. So I'll clench my jaw. I'll grind my jaw. Did you guys know you're actually supposed to be resting with your tongue at the roof of your mouth and your jaw open at all times? The only time you're supposed to be I guess like having your mouth closed tight is when you're chewing. That blew my mind when I found that out. So anyway, scanning your body, keeping your posture relaxed, noticing where in your body you have tension. If it's your chest, your hips, your shoulders, your knees, your elbows. I mean, who knows where you're holding tension in body. It could just be from you slept weird and then your neck's all off. So just pay attention to where in your body you're holding that tension and stress and take a moment to send intention there. Send light there or even physically take your hands and give yourself a little massage. So that self-assessment of your physical body is actually really going to help you start getting messages. Remember I talked about earlier how your body can play a role in blocking your messages. If you're really focused on your body, 
body, it's going to be difficult to focus in on spirit because that's the whole point of the human journey. You're living in this body and you forget about your soul mission (laughs) because your body has all these weird feels and your soul is just a soul. So just give yourself some TLC when you need it. And the last one is number five. You gotta have creative flow. Creativity, in my opinion, is divine. It comes from a source higher than ourselves. Whenever I've been super creative, when I wrote my award-winning short film, it flew out of my fingertips and I wrote this screenplay within 25 minutes. I'm not joking you, but there'll be other times where I'm sitting down to write a new screenplay or to write even an Instagram post and I feel super blocked. And it's probably because I didn't do one through four above. But getting creative is actually a good way to get flow back into your life. Even if you're doing a project just for fun, I highly recommend it. I got really into recently paint by numbers. I think that's really fun. If you want to just get around and dance or even cooking, cooking can be so creative. Even if you're following a recipe or if you're just coming up with a recipe from things you have in the pantry or in your fridge, you know, there's billions of ways to get creative. So just act like no one's watching and raise your vibration and have fun doing it. Get back into that inner child work, color, draw, paint, write poems, do whatever you used to love as a kid. We used to be so creative as children. We were having so much fun and we were tapping into source and spirit all the time. And now we get so into our own heads, so into our own bodies that we forget that we need to be creative. As human beings, we will die without creativity. So this is a reminder and a call of action to get back into that creative. And I tell my clients this all the freaking time. When's the last time you did something that was fun? Just do it. And fun is creativity to me. Like I think creativity is so much fun. Get back out the coloring books, go to the dollar store, get a Barbie coloring book. Who cares? Who cares what it is? Just go have fun, be creative, and don't have an expectation of how it will come out. And you'll be surprised about when you're doing this creative project, what messages will come through for you. I promise it will feel so good to get that out. Alrighty, that was Intuition 101. I'm sure I'm going to be doing several of these. So Intuition 201, 301. Spirit told me a long time ago, I want to say like over a year and a half ago, that I needed to be helping people with their own intuition and with connecting to their spirit guides and their own sense of power. And it's just my absolute honor to do this. And I feel like if we all just tapped into our intuition, how freaking powerful as a society and collective would we be? But anyway, if you are curious at all and this intrigued you and you feel like you want to reconnect, that is why I have my Awaken Your Intuition course. And we have a online community now, which I'm obsessed with. So we go on there and we talk about our dreams and what's happening in our life and what do you guys think about this hit or this intuitive thing I channeled. And it's just such a nice like-minded community for people to come together. But the course itself, it works through subconscious blocks. It works through your environment. It works through things that have worked for you or don't and how to trust and really lean in and not second guess. And it also tells you what kind of psychic you are, if that is like a clairvoyant, or are you a clairaudient, or are you claircognizant? It goes through all that and more. So if you want to know more information on that, you can go to my website. It's spiritsis.com slash courses. You can also take a how intuitive are you quiz. And for my devoted listeners,
listeners, I wanted to offer an exclusive discount, 25% off if you enroll in the course from now until July 7th, 2021. That is my birthday. (laughs) If you do the promo code SCOOP, that's S-C-O-O-P at checkout. Again, you can go to my website, spiritsis.com slash courses to find all the information on there. Or if you have any personal questions, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at spirit underscore sis. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that this gave you a lot of clarity about how you can easily tap back into your sense of self and listen to those intuitive hits when you get them. And I wish you the absolute best, wonderful day you can have listen, 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 and trust, trust, trust. And until next time, folks, just like Jiminy Cricket would say, let your conscience be your guide. Bye-bye.